This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Uh, do you ever have bad allergies? Yes. Oh, yeah. All yeah. the time. Yep. Uh, I get it for dust. I get it every season. Said they promised me when I was a kid when they were poking me with a needle three times a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, this will cure your allergies when you're 30. How'd that work? They got, they got worse. Yeah. Yeah, I took one to the freaking hip three yeah. times a week. For... Now your wife's pregnant with Kid Rock's baby. Now I got to support Kid Rock's child Jesus. my child he's gonna he's this is gonna cost him can we call him child this is gonna cost him dearly a 38 year old guy in new york told his doctor doctor he'd been having a hard time breathing for several years and didn't know why leave it to a dude to wait several years having trouble breathing before he goes to the doctor <laughs> that's about right yeah so they shoved a tiny camera up his right nostril and what <sighs> what do you think they <sighs> found <sighs> when they shoved get out the camera uh, up his nostril. Take your allotted time. Oh, uh, um, go with what I know here, using my allotted time. Uh, a Bitcoin. <laughs> no. Sorry, old guys in their crypto. Uh, uh, what they find up their nose? Uh, uh, is it kinky or just n- No, not natural? kinky. Okay. It's something that happens in your body. Uh, he grew a, a testicle. Just uh, got ball nose at a left field, big <laughs> nut nose. They call him nut nose. There. No, they found a tooth Whoa. growing oh. inside his nose, dude. Um, was it? Uh... Yeah. Yep, there's my answer. Uh, was it cocooned like those people in Alien when they <laughs> strung them up to the wall? It was an incisor, which are the teeth in the front of your mouth, and they could see it poking out oh, God. into his nasal cavity. So how, well, I guess if it was way up there. Because I was like, when you pick your nose, aren't you going to find it? Sticking with aliens, just nuke it from orbit, man. Uh, what they do, call a dentist or the... Uh, they shot him. <laughs> I'm going to need a dentist, the guy that does the colonoscopy, and a, and a drill team from Armageddon. Get them in here. <laughs> so they could clearly see it poking out. Extra teeth aren't unheard of. Usually they show up on the roof of your mouth, which Whoa. is get heebie-jeebies about that. Uh, but it's usually not all the way up your nose. So he's okay. They did surgery, removed it. He's breathing easier now. Mm-hmm. What do you get for it? Five bucks? Depends on where you live. The bill was $15,000. For real? No. Oh, okay. Because that's pretty low. Now you're low-balling. Uh, that was go. his deductible. If He's somebody got must, great insurance. Gonna say, somebody did that in a strip mall. That wasn't a real hospital. God, the human body is so bizarre. Right? It's, I know. It's sturdy, but so bizarre. It's like one DNA strand off. All of a sudden, you've got to... I think about it all the time. Like, the... To get all the wiring correctly yeah. in the womb is pretty incredible. And then it's like, well, yeah, there's going to be offshoots, right? You're going to have a random tooth and a nose. Why wouldn't there be? So strange. Random canines on the loose. Yeah. Nasty. People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. <laughs> Smoke that skin wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Well, that's what uh, time it is. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. I love them. The uh, Federal Drug Administration has granted its first condom approval for use during anal sex. Can you say that? Well, yeah, I'm a doctor. Food Drug Administration, uh, what's today, Friday? Wednesday, authorized the first time a condom 
for anal sex has been approved by the federal government. I didn't know you. Yeah. I've been using that uh, bread wrapper. That's really, it's really weird. I didn't know I needed a whole government. Yeah, yeah. Public health experts have long advocated for the uh, authorization because it could encourage more people to use condoms while having anal sex. Are 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 people not? The one, uh, the, it's called the one. <laughs> Bend over. I'm going to give you the one. Man, take it easy. Male condom marketed as an anal condom. The, uh, it's funny. Go to the drugstore. Would you like the regular? No, just the anal. Butt stuff. I like butt stuff. <laughs> ah. Would you like the multi-use condom? No, just the anal. Butt stuff, lady. <laughs> what do I look like? Normal? And that's how you get banned from CVS. Uh, unprotected anal sex carries the greatest sexual exposure risk of HIV transmission and the risk of contracting an STI is significantly higher than during vaginal sex. Yeah, because the capillaries are closer to the surface. While condom use is recommended by the CDC and other health authorities during anal sex, no condom had ever been approved specifically by the FDA. Man, they're doing all the things, aren't they? Vaccines, anal condoms. The FDA required a failure rate of less than 5%. Man, if you're blowing up your anal condom, you need to, there must be smoke coming out of there. We need to have a meeting. There'll be diagrams. The uh, FDA's author is, I wonder if I can get my anal condom in like a candle scent. You know, like at, at, at <laughs> Bed Bath & Beyond. I would like the ocean breeze. <laughs> Gingerbread harvest, please. Do you smell that, honey? Yeah, I'm back here making cookie dough. Yeah. I can't smell anything because my face is in the pillow. Thanks. Thanks, though. Uh, this authorization helps us accomplish our priority to advance health equity. Whatever. Let's just get it on. Stop the stupid tech talk. So there you go. How about it? No, no takers on a request line. No, I, I retired from that a while ago. <laughs> TMI. Yeah, well, you know, you try doing a crunch now, after a night, dude. About You're going to be crapping your pants at Princeton Club. Very visual person. Hold my feet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. That's the worst uh, day in a trainer's life right there. <laughs> Imagine, so a 5% failure rate. Now, that means you had to have, uh, there's some dude out in the hallway. I don't know. I have no idea who that is. Peace. Peace. Oh. Who's that dude? What? Who's that I dude? I love you. Oh, Jesus. Uh, it's DJ Aaron J. Oh, Aaron J. Uh, what were we talking about? Condoms. Anal. <laughs> <laughs> so easily distracted. Uh, what was I saying? So a 5% failure rate. That means you had to have a whole bunch of people in trials, right? Right. Going, getting after it. You know, Unless to- you weighted the numbers. So you'd have to have at least 100. Otherwise, like if you did 20, you'd have to multiply what they did. So you have to have 100 people in a room just banging away with the condom on, seeing who can break one first. I'm in. To test the... uh, I will be a tester. Let's say use that machine. You ever see that machine that's hooked up to a... Oh, yeah. Trust me. I have an OnlyFans subscription. I've seen the machine. Oh, the machines. Um, So... See, you got three guys with clipboards in a room going, faster, faster. Clipboards and boners. Make it break. Make it break. (laughs) I don't know how you sign up for that job. I know a lot of people that work in laboratories, uh, but I've never heard stories like this. They're doing boring stuff. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, uh I didn't know that was that important. I, I just really never think of it that much. I just thought a normal condom would be fine. Right. Yeah. Right. So uh, there must be an extra layer of, uh, well, just a thicker, a micro, thicker layer, right? Space age technology. Space age rubber. <laughs> <laughs> 
We call it. Uh, you got to work the word mud in there somewhere. I, I mean, know. come on, people. No, you don't. It's the mud. <laughs> don't work it in there. No. <laughs> Eliminating the sexy. <laughs> well, when you well, yeah, you got to have a generic name when you walk up to the pharmacist, and you specifically want your anal condom. The mudbuster. <laughs> Have a, I have a coupon for the Mudbuster. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Got an old lady. <laughs> oh my God, the Mudbuster. We sold out of those. There was, a, there was a couple of nice young men in here an hour ago that took all the Mudbusters. What's going on? Who's president? Is Jimmy Carter president? What's happening? <laughs> ah. Oh, no. So, uh, there you go. Uh, go uh, be safe, everybody. I mean, yeah. you, you got you to gotta Respect work, your meat. Respect your meat and uh, respect your partner and uh, uh, and uh, take all precautions. It's wacky out there. A lot of... <laughs> you ain't got to tell me, dude. A lot of things floating around. And you add a, <laughs> just add another hole, and all of a sudden, it's... Uh, it's complicated. Replay today, the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Sit back, unbutton your pants. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel good. It's Friday, I should now. I feel good. It's Friday, I should now. No good. So good. What? So good. to play my uh at some point today my drunk friday song I love are we that song. bringing it back yeah i love that song save it though surprise me okay yes um all right this is why i had you unbutton your pants <laughs> oh TV, huh? That crap's still on? Yes, sir. <laughs> Never been crappy. Usually only play that uh, medley when there's either uh, we're on the brink of World War Three or an asteroid headed for uh, yeah. Wisconsin. It's my end of the world montage. Yes, I like it. Oh, thanks. You know, something to be happy about. I'm going to be humming a bar of that when the <laughs> cloud goes up. <laughs> she predicted everything. <laughs> She knew exactly what was happening. This whole time I was rooting for an asteroid. I'm like, oh, well, we have nukes. Well, That's fine. If you close your eyes, it'll feel like an asteroid. <laughs> <laughs> Just a multi-head uh, warhead. Don't worry about it. Uh, give me PC2. For those of you that have seen Idiocracy, uh, I know you've been feeling like we live in it for a very long time. This, however... We are at, uh, I think Joe Rogan said we are living in a Coen Brothers movie when he posted this. It could not be more accurate. Both CNN and MSNBC, which, by the way, if you haven't cut the cord yet, cut the cord. Stop watching cable news networks. It is the devil. Cut the cord. Great shinedown song. It is. Uh, They're getting called out for going from an ominous breaking news story, Russia invading Ukraine, and then they, like, overlapped that stupid Applebee's commercial with that dang chicken fried song. <laughs> so Poorly timed. Dude. I can't believe the producer wasn't like, you know what, we're just going to do a make good on that 
later. So here you go. Enjoy. As air raid sirens are ringing out this morning, much more reaction and insight from CNN's chief international anchor, Christiana Amanpour. That's up next. And a little bit of chicken fry. Oh, God. No beer on a Friday night. Oh. fit just right. And a Get five homeless wings for $1 with any handcrafted burger. Only yeah. at Applebee's. Well, dude. Hey, man. <laughs> if I'm, if I'm going to uh, sit around. I'm going to sit around and be a nervous wreck. I want a shrimp parmesan sirloin, man. Come on. Oh, God. What's wrong with you? You got to eat. God, that's funny. Right from a, 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 a siren into little bit chick fried. Go beer on a Friday night. Dude. I mean, if I'm going to go out under a, if it's raining nuclear warheads, I'd like to have some mozzi sticks in my belly. <laughs> I don't care what you say. I don't care. Man, you're on a mozzarella stick train lately. Yeah, I love mozzi sticks. Ooh. Uh, can I recommend the garlic cheese curds at Badger Tavern? Hi, Ooh. Kelsey. Ooh. Hi, Holly. I love you, too. Uh, well, I don't think, uh, I assume those little commercials, those inserts just rotate. Sure. Yeah, to CNN or whoever that was. It was CNN and MSNBC. Yeah, <laughs> played again. That's a that's a nice transition, though. It's like, well, okay. They could have played. Uh, it could have went from an air raid siren right into war pigs. You wouldn't have known the difference. They should have done a promo air raid siren promo commercial. Yep. You need well. If this would have been during broadcasting school, my instructor yeah, would have yeah, slapped right, me right. upside the head. Right. It's like the old. Uh, uh, Casey Casey uh, transition. Oh yeah. Into a into a, what was that? Uh, um, was it with the dog? When he blew up, when he had that tantrum on the air. Yeah. And started cursing everybody out in the studio. Do we have it? When he went from a long distance dedication into a upbeat song. <laughs> it's like, dude, you need to get you need to go to decaf, dude. Um, that was oh, coming I, from an up-tempo record, right? I don't We're think he, up to our long-distance yeah. dedication. Here it is. And this one is about kids and pets and a situation that we can all understand, whether we have kids or pets or neither. It's from a man in Cincinnati, Ohio, and here's what he writes: Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll mean a lot if you play it. Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named Snuggles, but he was most certainly a part of... Let's go start again. Uh-oh. From coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? Please. Uh-oh. <clears throat> See, when you come out of those up-tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions, and then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but goddamn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Don! Okay. Get Don! Get Don! Don knows everything! <laughs> God, that is so classic. That is so classic. All right, so let's play the clip one we, more time. Uh, yeah, this is stuff you would get punched for in broadcasting yeah, school. Yeah, sure, sure. As air raid sirens are ringing out this morning, much more reaction and insight from CNN's chief international anchor, Christiana Amanpour. That's up next. Get five bonus wings for one dollar with any handcrafted bread. Well, only dude, how, that's how that's how they make money, dude. What would what would improve that situation? I told you, like they needed to have a promo. You need to have a segue. That's, right, a you car have, commercial would have felt something better. You cannot go was too happy. from an air raid siren into right. boneless wings. You just can't. Well, it's a, it's a moment of levity. Maybe it made you feel better for a second. Stop defending food. them. Food, comfort food, dude. Why are you defending them? I'm thinking of a giant <laughs> warm pretzel and a cold beer. Uh, Come on now.
Yeah, not the best one, but hey, man, I guess, you know, you, you can't. Uh, that would take a lot of work, I think, to match up the proper but it wouldn't. tone. It would if you're not. If you're reading the room, I don't know. Did they know she was coming out of the air raid? clip absolutely they knew get down on the phone i want applebee's out of here <laughs> Dude. and and a, a beer commercial if you're what, anything a promo just pads it right so it'd just be like tonight on cnn don lemon loses his mind and then you have or i don't even know if he works there <laughs> but it, it, there ha- especially we're we're covering a war so you need to be extra careful. This isn't somebody talking yeah, about crypto I, going into I, an Applebee's commercial. Look, uh, right? I'm gonna I'm going to kindly disagree with you on this one. Uh, I think you're I, wrong. I think it's got to be. Uh, boy, I'll tell you that that is some detailed programming. If you're going to go through that all day, and I get it. I know there was a radio company in this country after 9/11 that took a lot, wouldn't let a lot of songs play. Which I thought was insane. Oh my god! Yeah, I re- and the list was crazy. Yeah, uh, Rooster. Yeah, from Allison Chain. Yeah, it was like five hundred songs. Uh, that took drowning off. pool of bodies. It's like was Jesus, on there. dude. We're adults. I think we um, can cope. Benny and the Jets was on the list, and stop I stop reminding like, me of the bad terrorist man, Rocket Man. I won't know what to do. And now, I mean, I and I don't know how long they followed that no playlist for. Yeah. But it, there is a whatever. But I mean, if you're a, a, a if you're a client, if you're a client, you pay top money for a a a, a, a very popular time slot, sure. day part, as we call it in the business. You're gonna want that thing in there at five o'clock in the evening. People are getting ready to go to dinner. But if I was Applebee's, I'd be like, what? Well, what? You're gonna boycott Applebee's because of uh, you know? Oh, you can't. Why? Well, no, not at all. I. I I think it's just making people reflect on consumerism and the joke that is cable news. (laughs) Honestly. Well, a lot of the news is bad. I mean, where are you going to jam the Applebee's commercial in? Uh, Totally. All I'm saying is there has to be a transition. Mm, That's a tough one. You know, you don't go from an up-tempo record into a death story. Don. Don. (laughs) Where's Don? God, I love that so much. Kind of takes the uh, mystery out of Casey Kasem, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. I thought he was live. I thought he sat there while all the records played. <laughs> what the hell's happening? Play the record. What happened to my childhood? <laughs> uh, it's where all where is Casey? Is he buried? He, they buried him, didn't they? Oh, did Finally? They? Oh. Let's see. I don't even know if we want to look at Not this. Not this crap again. See, where is Casey? He's buried in Norway? Oh, that's right. That's right. Well, why was he buried in Norway? Reportedly wished to be buried at Forest Lawn Memorial Park in California, but Jean Kasem yep, d- dug him up and chose Norway because right. she has <laughs> she has ancestral ties to the country. So uh, then Casey has. To well, she all it, well. There were politics and lawyers involved. Well, and she's with that as nuttier well. than right. squirrel turds, bro. No. Well, so there you go. I'm sorry. Uh, Everything I, is off. I don't know. I mean, if you're if you're the uh, sales manager at CNN and you you know you got to tell, I think it would be your job to alert the. Uh, the you people, have to the people at Applebee's or oh. the at the ad agency for Applebee's. Are like, dude, they're dropping bombs. You want you want this commercial? Well, and it overlays. So there's yeah, the there's yeah. the video of right. the air raid sirens, right. Right. and then it's Applebee's overlapped that. Right, right. Well, so yes. it wasn't it even was, a slow fade yeah, to in, a commercial. In PJ, they call it playing through. They run a commercial right. while you can still see the golf happening. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> which which they which you probably they probably should eliminate that at least. Exactly. It's like this family's having a daiquiri at Applebee's while this family's running for their life on the TV screen. Bam! Okay, that I will give you. Yes. But, I mean, as far as placement, I don't know. I guess they could give them a heads up. They'd have to make that call. Don't you think? Well. Because Applebee's like, look, dude, we just spent $1 million on this week's ads. On first ad placement. First ad placement. Yeah. Totally. But, the, and that's where... The, 
it's just the responsibility of that network to make that transition because I, I know how much you love Applebee's, so I don't want to get you started. But I don't, I don't want to get yelled at. Like I, I know what I'm getting for my money. I'm not expecting an $80 steak. Why do people do that? I, I don't know. It's Applebee's. <laughs> It's hamburgers and french fries. I mean, Applebee's is getting their money's worth for sure because this is all over the internet. And you get a great sirloin. Like, it's not that hard. I re- yesterday, when I was on Twitter, I was a little baffled. I was all like, okay, so everything trending is like war, and then somehow Applebee's? And Dude, that's, I, I like, I've what? had steaks on my grill at home that are better than $48 New York strips at a restaurant, and that's a fact. So don't. I'm not fronting. Screw with me and Applebee's. (laughs) (laughs) We thought uploading to the cloud was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, JJO. Talk about your closet, brah. A new survey found the average person has 26 clothing items that basically never see the light of day. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I would say at least that. Although I did do a big purge. Is that everything? Is that pants, t-shirts, shirt shirts? Mm-hmm. Okay. Pants. Hoodies. Hoodies. 65% of people say they have unworn clothes that still have the tags on them. I don't have that. Oh, yeah. I don't have that. My wife does, which is weird. I believe that. <sighs> what haven't I wore in a long time? I have, like, I have my Hard Rock New York sh- hoodie that I've never worn. That's the only one I've never worn. What are you saving it for? I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, I'm trying to uh, control my uh, spending when it comes to that stuff. Tell myself I've got enough shirts. Yeah. But then you see a Harley shirt in Cancun and you're like, oh, it'll finish my collection. Yeah. <laughs> I'm that way it. with trucker hats. And it's only $5. What a bargain. <laughs> oh, Lord. It's okay. They do make them pretty cool, though. Designs on those things are hard not to want to wear. Right. But I'm trying to, I am in that mode where I'm trying to wear all the stuff I have. I'm trying to wear it out. Yeah. Because it'll just add to the, go to the bottom of the pile until I rotate in. Well, and like when I go to concerts, I always buy merch. So I have a lot of that going on in my closet. I have like band shirts, brewery shirts. Yeah. And then uh, station stuff, yeah. obviously. I'm, I have so much JJO yeah. stuff. I took a picture of when I made my piles, my strip club stack, <laughs> my uh, brewer or my uh, badger stack, uh, my Harley stack, my gym stack. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, so I've, I've got a nice system going on. So it does, I got to, you know, go through 800 t-shirts. Yeah. I, I, I have a hard time letting go of stuff. And but I started doing this whole. If you haven't wore it in a year, you probably ain't gonna wear it, homie. Right. Just throw it away. <sighs> Donate it. Do whatever. Cut it into rags. I would like to see a number on what we spend on Oof. clothes. I think you got some food here. Oh. Dunkin' Donuts. Yep. Come on. I ordered you Dunkin' Donuts. We got that new sandwich. That sourdough sandwich. I did get ah. that. I got it with turkey sausage, and then I got myself an iced coffee. Thank you. Yeah, dude. Awesome. I was wondering. I went down there, but he was—he was late. Wow, it's like super sealed, so the driver can't eat a donut. Is there a donut? Is there a donut? I did get you a donut. I know. It was—it's a special treat. I didn't want to go to the gym anyways. I wanted to go right to Liberty Station and start drinking martinis. Perfect. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) There you go. Ah. Got myself a cold brew. I'm so hooked on the cold brew. Okay. um, So no, I would. It would be cool to have a number. On uh, how much we do spend on clothes in a lifetime. Oh, my God. Whether they're, whether they're worn or not. Yeah. Because it's probably a really scary number. Like, I would I would probably not have to buy clothes besides, like, jeans and socks and shoes mm-hmm. and undies and Well, su- summertime is the best because it's just flip-flops. And yeah. I, wear the, I literally wear the same pair of shorts for all summer. I know. And you don't even smell. It's amazing. And I just wear them out. It's just, I find something that's comfortable and that's it. Um, I'm in a groove. 6% man. of people claim they have worn everything they own at least once. Uh, guilt. Shopper's guilt. I don't know if I've worn. No, because I've never worn my hard rock hoodie. I got to admit, uh, 
<laughs> uh, better not. Well, yet. <laughs> Too late. I noticed that my uh, boob shirts that I buy my wife aren't uh, worn as much as I'd like them to be. Besides but... in that picture with Kim Rock. <laughs> you suck. That's interesting. I'll babysit. I haven't. Uh... Great, thanks. I haven't heard from her. I bet you haven't. Since uh, last night. That's That's great. Last uh, communication I had with my wife, she was posing for a picture with Kid Rock in, Nash- in Nashville. This is going great. I, I, I think, considering the circumstances, I'm keeping it pretty under control. I'd be calling that bitch for I, sure. I said, so that's the last I heard at 1140 at 7:10. I said, can I post that on Facebook? It's a great pic. I'm like, hello. Radio silence. My next dude. three. Hello. 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 <laughs> Uh, <laughs> she owes you a little video, I would I would say. Oh, so uh, why do we have stuff that we don't wear? 20% say they keep clothing for sentimental reasons, so uh, like gifts or they've been passed down from family members. Mm-hmm. 31% say they bought stuff on a whim, but then realized it didn't really suit them. And others say they intend on wearing the clothes, that, but they just got buried. Yeah. Well, some of the stuff I've grown out of, so I've just... I've yeah, en- those, enlarged pandemic waistline. Those, oh, I thought you were talking about your biceps. Dude, I've got... Just pa- bursting out of shirts. I've got pants that used to be 32 waist. Now, if I, uh, like, like when we went on a vacation a month ago, I was working pretty hard. I got down. I could almost get back, like a 33, get back in them. Yeah. To be comfortable, I like a 35. Yeah. But 32, ooh, that's going back a ways. Like, think thin. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the problem with that is the pant leg then is almost too short. I think I'm still growing. Really you are a growing boy. Strange. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Did your wife text you from Kid Rock's bed yet? Oh. oh. Sorry. Too soon. Too soon, man. (laughs) Too soon. It just happened last night. I'm so jealous. Your your wiener cousins. No, she she did text. And uh, what'd she say? (laughs) He He was was a good lover. He was. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't heard from her after catching up since she was uh, with Kid Rock last night in Nashville. At almost midnight. At a music, country music conference he was in a ping pong tournament with other country artists it was so fun mm-hmm. is that what we're calling it now where's his left hand where's his left hand you know where it's at it's in the crease <laughs> <laughs> uh well if she comes home and says i'm never gonna wash that crease again i'll understand you need it when she comes home, it needs to be like one of the like an outbreak where they spray them with the disinfectant as they walk through the tent. That's what you're gonna have to do. Dude, I'm sorry, but I have more game than Kid Rock. Come on, man. I would absolutely agree with that. Come on, God, he's got that look. He's like, look at Kid Rock. It's late. I got, I, a, got I got a limo waiting outside. No, I got a STI just looking at that picture. Are you kidding me? That dude's so gross. God. He's greasy. He slides when he walks. I'm going to need eight martinis at Liberty Station today (laughs) to freaking deal with this. I don't uh, think you can drink it away, dude. New reality. (laughs) New reality. All right. Uh, Yeah, we get bad news here. There was a death in the family. Oh, no. Oh, no. Another one bites the dust Elena PCT. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sally Kellerman died yesterday. Mm-hmm. She was uh, nominated for an Oscar for MASH, of course. Oh, yeah. Um, was also in the Rodney Dangerfield comedy Back to School. She was so good. And the Grand Funk Railroad song Sally was yep. about her. Right. This isn't a hospital. It's an insane asylum. And it's your fault because you don't do anything to discourage them. What do you want me to do? Uh, put them under arrest. See what a court martial thinks of that drunken organism. And first I put my arms around him, yes. And drew him down to me so he could feel my breasts all perfumed, yes. And his heart was going like mad, and yes, I said, yes, I will, yes. Yes, 
Yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks for the vote of confidence. Sally, 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 tell them you're mine, mine, mine. Sally, yeah. Oh, yeah, Sally. I said I love you, baby. Sally, I said I love you, baby. Sally! Yeah. To the 84. 84? Yeah. Um, you should play the Sam Kinison scene with uh, Rodney. Back to school in its entirety where they talk about uh, the war. Uh, that was a great scene. Although I think there's... They're uh, cussing. I think there's some some cussing. Yeah, you better not. Uh, my favorite line, one of my favorite lines from Back to School is when she goes... Uh, no, Rodney goes to her. He goes, what's your favorite subject? And she goes, poetry. And he goes, hey, maybe you can help me straighten out my Longfellow. <laughs> Come on! Oh Come on! I ain't never seen it. Are you, dude? Don't you? I'm not even making eye contact with it. Suck! <laughs> You've never seen Back to School. It was filmed here. I never seen it. What do you want from me? I was born in '81. Oh my God! <laughs> I have. Uh, You've got some bad news today. I don't care if you hate the '80s. You, I, I've never, I've. Never met a person that's never seen Back to well, School. Well, I don't. My parents didn't really care for Rodney Dangerfield. Oh wow! So, wow. like, none of those movies were in our house. You know, the house up by uh, the cop shop there on East Wash, uh, over the bridge there. Uh, that house they used that as the as one of the opening scenes when when he was in college, his oh. kid. Yeah, is there a name for that house? Somebody'd have to help me. It's the it's the kind of the white house there at the intersection okay up on east wash um, or the last pizza pit i think used to be they just tore it down oh man they're putting a high rise in there there's got to be another pizza pit i refuse oh to i'm sure there is yeah. look at you more have... interested in pizza pit than the back to school movie <laughs> god you are uh very distractible <laughs> uh her publicist alan eichler confirmed the news of her death Stating she died in her sleep from heart failure. Well, isn't that what we all want to do? Yeah. Um, obviously, she was hot lips. That's how I know her. Uh, with a career spanning more than 60 years, she appeared in the original pilot for Star Trek in 1966. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. The Outer Limits, The Twilight Zone, The Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet, Hawaii Five O, and I Spy. Mm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so did she on Star Trek, was she, did she not want the gig or was she not? Maybe she was a red shirt and she just died in the pilot. I oh, I see know. what you're saying. Yeah. Maybe she got creamed by some alien. <laughs> alien cream. Yeah. Maybe a triple got her. <laughs> in 2014, she was nominated for a daytime Emmy as outstanding special guest performer for The Young and the Restless. Oh. I didn't. No, we were still doing that. Okay. Do you watch MASH at all? I did, yeah. Um, I can watch. Because it was on after school. Yeah, gotcha. That's just comfort TV. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's not the greatest material. <laughs> the most peaceful material. But uh, time and comedy equals funny, I guess. Tragedy plus time equals comedy. Tragedy and time equals comedy. And yeah. my Very equation close. is all. I told you I dropped out of algebra. Like comedy plus time equals tragedy? I barely what? made it through English. As a matter of fact, I don't remember high school at all. It's because you didn't go. I should go, I should go visit that sometime. See ya. Hi, how's it going? I'll tell you why. Because Truman was too much of a pussy wimp to let MacArthur go in there and blow out those commie bastards. That's, that's the PG version. Was that the worst he said? He didn't say an F-bomb. Did, didn't no, Sam say an F-bomb? No, he did F-bomb? not. Oh, okay. No. All right. Uh, dude, one of, the great, one of the greatest scenes ever. I love the, those two interacting in that scene. Absolutely. All right, thanks. Absolutely. I mean, it didn't win an Oscar, but uh, it's still one of the great scenes. Well, play it now. Did you have it up? No. What am oh. I looking up? I don't Sam, even know. Sam Kinison and Dangerfield uh, discuss uh, war back to school. The Korean War. MacArthur was... Okay. You know what? I think I've seen this scene. Well, um, we've, we've played it before. I think it's the highlight of back to school. I really do. All right. Let's see what happens. Oh. <laughs> no free commercials. Oh, yeah. Don't. Don't make them pay for it, dude. I know, dude. I know. Make well, em, make trust em. me. Bezos ain't ever going to pay us. 
That's a pipe dream. All right, here we are. Welcome to contemporary American history. <laughs> I'm Professor Turgeson. You know, a lot of people think history is just facts. It's just information about the past, but not me. I mean, I hold history very sacred. Sacred. The way the farmer looks at the earth and he holds it sacred. The way a Christian takes the Bible and he holds it sacred. The way a lot of people hold their marriage sacred. So I feel about it. So why don't we dive right in by interpreting one of the easiest events in the last 20 years of American history. Now, can someone tell me why in 1975 we pulled our troops out of Vietnam? The failure of Vietnamization to win popular support caused an ongoing erosion of confidence in the various American but illegal Saigon regimes. Uh-oh. Is she right? <laughs> so I know that's the popular version of what went on there. God, I know a lot of people like to believe I that. I wish I could, but I was there. I wasn't here in a classroom, hoping I was right, thinking about it. I was up to my knees in rice paddies with guns and Edward going up against Charlie, slugging it out with him while <laughs> pussies like you were back there partying, putting headbands on, doing drugs, listening to the goddamn Beatle album. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, hey, Professor, take it easy, will you? I mean, these kids, they were in grade school at the time. And me, I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover. Uh, Mr. Helper. <laughs> well, I didn't know you wanted to get involved with the discussion, Mr. Helper. But since you want to help, maybe Dude's you can help Dude's toweling me, okay? himself off. You remember that thing we had about 30 years ago called that Korean conflict? Yeah, where we failed to achieve victory. How come we didn't cross the 38th parallel and push those rice eaters back to the Great Wall of China and take the first brick, brick and nuke them back into the fucking Stone Age River? How come? Tell me why? Say it! Say it! All right, I'll say it. Because Truman was too much of a pussy wimp to let MacArthur go in there and blow out those commie bastards. Good answer. <laughs> Good answer. Oh, I like the way you think. I'm going to keep my eye on you. <laughs> what did he say at the end? He goes, yeah. he goes I'm going to be watching you. <laughs> no, he says something else. A good teacher. He really seems to care about what I have no idea. <laughs> I think that movie, that was one of the big ones of I don't know, 80, mid-80s. I can't remember. 84? Before it? Uh, 86. Oh, 86. You're the challenger. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's still one of the great uh, Saturday Saturday watches. I'll have to uh, I'll have to look at God, that. God, it's just amazing you've never seen that. I've never met a person that's never seen that movie. Yeah, it, it was weird, the movies we watched in our house when I was a child. <laughs> I think if I remember right. And by the way, I think Sally Kellerman was, uh, she had to have been one of the longest-running MASH Actors, actors, actresses, along with uh, Alan Alda. She had to be one of the originals. I I would think, yeah, let's look at MASH cast here. Um, oh, wow. Ugh, do you ever do this and then you Google something and you're like, I shouldn't have done that because I feel so old? Oh, sorry. Yeah, Klinger. Uh, did Klinger start with him? I don't think so. I know Radar O'Reilly was. She's down on the list. Walter Eugene or whatever his name was. Oh, is she really? Yeah. Or was she just, she was just in the movie. She wasn't in the series, just the movie? Uh, oh, who am I? Oh, am I thinking of Loretta Sweat? Yeah. Oh, I am. She was in the movie. Oh, God, I had that totally backwards. I totally confused her with Loretta Sweat. Well, they're both blonde. And... Yeah, I know. <laughs> Everybody was just looking at the radio going, that, <laughs> that is the dumbest disc jockey that's ever stopped in front of a microphone. Yeah. Yeah, I totally confused uh, that, it. Oh, she was in the movie, and that would have been uh, the movie. Uh, that's what she won the Oscar for. Yeah, that's what she got the Oscar for. Okay. Yeah. Man, oh man, I'm just droning on. I gotta, I gotta, I do better when I drink. Well, bottoms up, dude. Dead, just take He's it. Dead. He's dead, doctor. He's dead, Jim. He's dead. He's dead, Captain. You'll die, Jim. He's dead. He's dead, Jim. Dead. The man is dead. He's dead. He's dead. 
He's dead, sir. He's dead, Jim. He's dead, Jim. He's dead, Jim. That man's dead back there. She's dead. He's dead. He must be dead. He was worse than dead. His brain is gone. Captain is dead. He's dead, Captain. He's dead, Jim. Is this a dead man, Doctor? Very dead, Mr. Spock. Let her go, Jim. He's dead. He's dead. She's dead. We're all gonna die. can learn a lot listening to podcasts. And only three countries in the world don't use the metric system? Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did I do on Friday? I got to check my calendar. <laughs> if anybody saw me Friday, call. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. I literally have no idea where I was Friday. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. The Morning Show would like to say. <laughs> Working sucks your Weekends here, it's time to play. This is Friday. We don't know the songs we spin. We don't sober up till ten. Can't believe next week they'll let us do it over again. Every day I show up late. I sleep with listeners that I date. Whoops, <laughs> this song's begun to irritate. This is Friday. Yeah, brilliant. See, I'm not going to mess up uh, Sally Struthers with Loretta Swit and Sally, <laughs> Sally Kellerman. Uh, uh, yes, okay? I got that straight. It happens, dude. No. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, stay on the weekend tip, dude. Weekend tip. Uh, you know that feeling when a friend cancels weekend plans? <laughs> yes. I am the friend. Yes. Um, it's more common than you think. In a new study, 71% of people said they actually look forward to plans being canceled so they can stay in. <laughs> uh, welcome to your uh, uh, 30s, everybody. Oh, no. Welcome to your 30s. Yes. 75% of people say there's nothing better than having no plans for the weekend. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. That open slate, it's nice. Oh, and then yeah. You get, you've got so many possibilities. Uh, yeah, I have not experienced the open slate in a long time. Yeah. Well, but I'm also, I'm doing training stuff, so that yeah. that changes things. But uh, <laughs> 71% yeah. of people well, want you, you to I, cancel you, your plans. Don't you think that when you make... Uh, future plans. A lot of times, you do it when you're already drunk or something. You're you're, oh, every, yeah. you're in a moment, and you're like, "Oh, that'll be great! Let's go!" And then you're like, the week before, the weekend before, you're like, "Oh crap! I gotta yeah. go over to that dude's house." My friend Penny posted a meme that was like that. It was this dude glaring, and it was like the face I make when my when my partner's making plans with somebody else. Yeah, right, like, right. Oh god, right. I know, right. But uh, yeah, you gotta give a little, take a little. It's a, Two-way street, dude. Yeah. You got to share friends. Well, and I'm just going to throw this out there. If you need to cancel because your brain is fried and you need time by yourself or time with your family, you can just say that. Everybody understands, you know. 100%. You don't have to make up no. something and right. then feel bad about it. We uh, have a uh, open weekend. We usually end up, well, in the summer, we'll jump on the bike. We leave open weekends, just jump on the Sure. On the two-wheeler and head out, but that's always nice. And you throw, a, throw your toothbrush in the bag, and you're like, well, we'll just see where, where it ends up. Those are great weekends. Yeah, love that. Put a lot extra cat food in a bowl and just point it somewhere. Right, or you can get Jimmy K to come over from Hotel K. Perfectly. Free belly rubs. Right. Great uh, plug, great plug. Dude, just right in there. Damn it. Um. All right, hold on. I had one more story. I know you wanted me to cover this one. 
Where the hell did I? Uh, oh, the uh, Amish dude. Yeah. Around here, the town drunk is a person of great honor. This is bad. Cops in Jefferson County, Pennsylvania, Amish country, made an unusual traffic stop Sunday when they pulled over an Amish horse and buggy that was being driven in a reckless manner. (laughs) I was drifting. I'd be drifting. The officers claimed sparks flew from the wheels. The old drift maneuver. (laughs) As the driver, Ray Byler, 20, braked to allow the patrol car to pass. When asked, Byler admitted he'd had a couple beers before getting behind the reins. (laughs) <laughs> Jeff Jeff Rains. He's actually <laughs> he's actually behind drummer Jeff Rains. I which love is a, Jeff Rains. Which is a whole different <laughs> sick story. Eve to Adam, drummer Jeff Rains, amazing, hilarious person. <laughs> I love him so much. Uh, the officers waited for a family member to retrieve the skittish horse before arresting Byler for driving under the influence. Yeah. Yeah, don't get me started on the Amish That's and horses, the, dude. He called the uh, Pennsylvania Drift when he's sparking out the back <laughs> right. end there. A lesser known movie. You know, the horse people know. Uh, I I would tell you and make a case that if the check the horse, if the horse ain't drunk, he'll get you home. Oh yeah. I don't care whether it's pitch black outside. He'll, that damn horse will get you home. Well, yeah, because the horse is like, there's food. Yeah, he knows over there. He knows where the good stuff is. What's the old Amish joke? The Amish drive by. Clip, clop, bang. <laughs> yeah. Clip, clip, clop, bang. I don't know if you can even tell that anymore. Oh. Can you? Is somebody going to be... Are we in trouble? <laughs> oh, If you can get a DUI on anything, snowmobile, anything with uh, wheels, uh, uh, or hooves, a tread, a hoof, and get your ass a DUI. <laughs> Somebody, somebody's riding a hog out there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO. Or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.